Hey, good evening, good evening, good evening. It's time for WWW, What's Happening in Our World, and What Do We Think About It? Glad to have you with me tonight. I'm Kent coming to you live from Houston. It is March the 5th. We've finished our first week of March, the Ides of March. The basketball madness is starting to warm up, so it's exciting times. You'll have a little St. Patrick's Day uh, coming up around the corner, and so it's exciting. If you're new to the program, I want to welcome you and thank you again for joining us. You'll find us always on the podcast, on iTunes, on the Anchor uh, website, and, and application on your phones. What's happening in the world and what do we think about it? That's WWW, proudly sponsored by Harry and David, and Travel and Leisure. We'll get to them a little bit later. Our program is very simple. I'm glad you're with us. It's a simple format. We kind of do a little bit of USA, a little entertainment, a little sports. We'll take a simple break. We'll come back and talk about things that are happening in our world. Take a final break and discuss the items of the day. So thanks again for joining us. Let's get started as we go into what's happening in the United States. Might consider this maybe a world event, but I saw it as a United States thing. As we're in the clothing, of course, and Izod or the Lacoste brand, perhaps you've had it throughout your life or certainly in your uh, shopping uh uh, genre or whatever you've done in your life and you've shopped a bit of course it was very exciting to hear that they've uh, gone about uh, changing their iconic alligator logo so Izod or Lacoste the French based company will change for at least a short period of time to draw attention to the 10 most endangered species in our country so I thought that was pretty cool 10 different national species. So they'll talk about the Gulf of California porpoise. There'll be the Burmese roofed turtle, the lemur, which is that uh, lionish type uh, animal looking. Of course, there's the rhino. There's the gibbon. There's the capuco. That's a parrot. There's the California condor. There's a saleo or a herbivore. That's the kind of plant eaters for those of you. And then there's the Samaran tiger and, of course, the iguana. So there are those 10 endangered species animals. Those are the 10 that they've decided they're going to represent on their clothing. And so that's pretty cool. So if you happen to go shopping lately and you want to get a one-of-a-kind, there'll be 10 chances for you to get. You can pick your own clothes, of course, but there'll be 10 chances for you to get these iconic shirts with a different logo on them. Sounds pretty interesting. I thought it was pretty cool and certainly nice that they're going to change it up a bit and do some different things. So that's very nice. So look for that as you go shopping. That's uh, in our world, uh, USA, we're working on today. If you're interested, there was a house that was always, we'll discuss it later, so a little brief moment. The house is a good investment or bad investment? Well, a USA Today author wrote an article back on February and he said that a house buying is a bad investment. Boy, he got hammered and he would respond in the articles today that said, wow, I should maybe, you know, clarify or make sure you guys are understanding what I meant by that. And so he was very determined to keep and hold the line that it is not a good investment to buy a home these days. And, and we'll talk about that maybe in the we section a bit later and discuss your thoughts as well. And again, I'm grateful for your thoughts and I appreciate them coming. Do keep sending them as we get started. 
Well, if you watched any TV last night, there were plenty of choices, but many people watched the Oscars. Many did not. They continue in the political and entertainment world. Sports and political world seem to be offending people by their conversations and back and forth. So the, down, the ratings, of course, were down again for the Oscars. Uh, the best picture of the year, The Shape of Water. Well, that reminded a lot of people of that old black-and-white movie, The Creature from the Black Lagoon. Very similar, but a beef, you know, kind of a nice twist on the movie. But uh, did win the Oscar for Best Picture, uh, won the Oscar for Best Director, of course, and some other arts uh, fartsy up for 13 awards and won four of those, uh, including, uh, let's say, sound and sound effects and those kind of things. So that's nice. That's a part of entertainment that we live in. Hey, I always like to keep you informed, and if I've mentioned something on the program and I want to make sure we get back to it, I will do that always. This would be one of those moments. I mentioned to you a Texas University football coach had sent a letter to a, Calif uh, to a Coloradoan boy, a Colorado player who wanted to play for the team, and he was very verbal saying in his letter of rejection to the boy, no, I'm afraid we don't, uh, we don't have uh, a need for the Colorados. They seem to fail the drug test because of the marijuana policy. And very blatantly quoted, you can blame your liberal politicians for that. Well, that didn't go very well. The boy, of course, had a disheart, but the, the I guess it's the administrator, the chancellor of the school uh, and certainly the faculty and staff said you can't say that that is not the policies of the school we include everyone and everyone gets a fair chance that man is out of a job so they fired him the football coach straight away so we'll talk about that in our we section as well I thought that was an interesting thing to do but it's clear uh, watch what you say right let's take a break Hey, when was the last time you went uh, to the beach? When was the last time you saw a picture of the beach? When was the last time you wanted to go to the beach? Well, thanks to our dear friends at Travel and Leisure, that's very simple. To one, get excited, two, get interested, and three, see some fantastic beach choices. If you haven't seen a Travel and Leisure magazine, what are you waiting on? I've been talking about it for more than a month. What are you waiting on? Holy smokes, folks, what a great magazine, and help you get your plans, organization, and schedule in mind. Let Travel and Leisure magazine take you everywhere you've ever wanted to go. Twelve issues will come right to your mailbox. That's one-year subscription for $29.99. If you'll jump on this right now, you'll save 58%, as if you were buying it from the newsstand. 58% off if you'll order it through our system. That's www dot travel and leisure dot com backslash order today or if you like your telephone one eight six six seven three seven eight oh three seven that's travel and leisure magazine get one and travel and leisure that's what I think all right all right let's move into our what's happening in our world today well if you're uh, again Sort of an Oscar flip filmmaker, Faris Fahad, 
won last night in the Oscars for his documentary, live documentary film, The Last Men of Aleppo. We all know that Syrian city was a downfall to one of the presidential candidates because they asked him what is his position on Aleppo and he had no idea where Aleppo was. I don't know that many people could say, so let's not beat him up on that. But that is the Syrian city that took the latest, greatest, last bit of struggle and battle and demolished, unfortunately. So many of those Syrians have started racing to Europe. Some of them are obviously not getting into Europe, so they're trying to get to America. This filmmaker has made it, and with his documentary on that struggle and battle and difficulty there in Aleppo, he won the Academy Award last night. So we, congratulations to him on that award. Haven't seen the documentary personally, but I imagine it's probably heartwarming and definitely maybe difficult to watch. But it's a part and reminds us that there's stuff going on in our world that, again, we kind of forget about when we're not bothered, right? We're worried about the bills and the month and the activities and things that our kids are doing, the family doing, the pets are doing, the job. And so it's quite uh, forgetful. Let's just be honest. You can quite easily forget the things that are happening in the world we live. I'm hoping to bring that to a change in the sense that I love for you to stay with us and appreciate we're going to always talk about things in our world. Living abroad 15 years in Europe, in the Netherlands specific, as you all have heard or know, I uh, cannot look the same as I'm now back in the United States. I cannot look the same at our planet after living abroad. I will always recommend traveling to everyone I meet. Get out of the country just to travel and visit, see what else is out there. We have such a big country but yet such a bigger world. And then when you meet people and find out it's pretty small because they've probably been to some of the same places you've been. And I've had that happen thousands of times, folks, when I've been traveling and you meet people and they oh, I've been there. Oh, I knew that. Some of my fast friends that I still have to this day, I met other places in the world and we've simply stayed in touch. And it just reminds you that it's such, we're still all people. And it's still something to remember. So, uh, always going to hear about the world, and I love that we're going to always share it with you. But remember, bigger place we live in and smaller when you find out about it. Let's talk about Russia and America again. Not a Russia, America, Russia, Russia, Russia thing, but let's just be honest. There's a Russia nuclear global thing. There's about seven countries that have kind of a, a, a nuclear program And we're, of course, one of them. Russia, of course, is one of them. Last week I told you about Vladimir Putin suggesting he's got a new Russian bomb and a new undetectable nuclear program that is bigger and better. And We've had our own president, of course, talk about making our arsenals a bit stronger and being that same global power. It's, you know, whether you believe in the Cold War ending or not, I think it's true. However, Russia and America are still the two top nuclear strongholds, we have more than 90% of the over 15,000 nuclear warheads on the planet, near 16,000 nuclear warheads, but a reserved uh, report from the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute would define once again and just reconfirm Russia and America, the top two countries with the most nuclear weapons on the planet. So I don't think either one, President Trump or President Putin, want to get into a war. Uh, 
and that's encouraging, but it's nice to know that two people that at least have that arsenal aren't so interested in having conflict, and certainly not to the global scale conflict. Well, kind of in another follow-up, of course, I, uh, I always love to share with you things that I have said before and always make sure we come full circle so there's no mistakes or left out missing items. If you ever think I've missed something or you'd like to follow up, reach out to me, of course. I do appreciate all your comments. And we'll make sure that you get a, an answer back or I do come back to you. I've said to you many times I've thought Angela Merkel was the strongest woman in the politics of Europe and holding that kind of European Union together, and I still believe that to be true. I was nervous a while back on her popularity as she lost a no-confidence vote, and she had lost her party, won, uh, didn't win re-election to be that you know dominant party. European parties and politics are a bit different than America's, as that they have more than just the two parties. So if I've shared with you before, the... Uh, voting happens and then the coalition, the, the most dominant party, has to make kind of a coalition government. So there'd probably be two or three, uh, might be four, but two or three for sure, governing bodies that would make up the majority of the country in the voting polls. And so that's kind of how it works, at least in Europe. And Angela Merkel has just received a good strong vote on winning some approval uh, for her party m might show some shoring up of support for her and where she's, you know, they don't necessarily want to change directions now. So she may win in this upcoming election a fourth term as their chancellor. So that's pretty cool. But uh, I did want to follow up with you, make sure you always get to hear the last things that I suggest or talk about. Let's take a break and we'll come back in a moment. Hey, if, uh, if you are interested in some snacks, you know, those meat and cheese kind of platters that people put out in a party when you go to their homes, well, Harry and Dave has got you covered. If you're going to have a party coming up soon or great for any occasion, these meat and cheese gift boxes are a generous selection of gifts and cheeses and sausages. Hearty and satisfying savory delights are complemented by three seed crackers and our crowd-pleasing honey hot mustard while the largest sizes include pepper and onion relish and premium snack mixes include the like. The classic box, which would serve three to five, $34.99. If you've got a huge group coming, you need uh, seven pounds of this stuff. That could cost you about a little over a hundred bucks, but man, does it look good. Tasty and solid. I'd recommend it if you're going to throw a party. Why not? Give Harry and David a try. Always found at www harryanddavid.com or again if you always like that telephone talk to somebody in person no problem 1-800-547-3033 give Harry and David a try I can promise you you'll be satisfied and happy alright alright let's get into our world what's happening in the world we talked about that and now what are we talking about the whole topics of the night thanks again for joining us thanks again Amsterdam had a little frozen temperatures once again and so their canals have frozen and so you do see those classic renaissance not renaissance I guess but those classic pictures 
of the Dutch skating on the canals in Amsterdam. It hasn't happened for a while. It did happen while I was living there, and that was very cool. We played ice hockey actually on the canal. We played on the we iced on the frozen lake uh, out there by my house, and so it is quite fun to ice skate on frozen water. And so, uh, very cool. If you haven't had a chance to look, grab a picture, grab a news article, grab any kind of paper, YouTube, whatever, and take a look. It's very cool to see modern people skating on the canals there in Europe, and certainly in Amsterdam. It was, yeah, very, yeah, yeah it was pretty. It was very nice to see. And so, good luck to them. It's cold. Don't, don't kid yourself. You know, water freezes at 32 or zero in Celsius, so it's it's cold. But I, I don't know. Let's go skating, folks. Hey, about that house article, I've got an opinion, of course, no surprise there, ha ha ha. But it's interesting, do you believe yourself, or are you struggling trying to make the house payments? Are you struggling to decide, do I buy a house, can't get the down payment down, not sure what I want, blah, blah, blah. House purchases, you know, the kind of the epitome of I've made it. I'm able to buy a home. I'm able to afford my own home. I have a job. I have savings, blah, blah, blah. I'm able, my wife and I, my partner and I, my life and I, or by myself, go and, and live in my own home. Well, the article in the USA Today was to suggest, of course, it's not a financially smart investment. It's not truly an equitable investment. Meaning that your first money is going into it for the first, let's say, five to ten years. Don't draw into the equity of owning that home. It is basically keeping your head above water with the interest payments and the financial responsibilities. And you're not really paying, owning, having that house for many, many years to come. And so the rent option, people just hate the idea, I'm just throwing my money away, but then again, are you? You have a place to live, you have a dwelling, you have a house that you live, you have a place to go, uh, comfortable living, it's secure, it's comfortable. If there's maintenance issues, they fix them rather quickly, I hope, in your facility. And so there's often that m mistake, or I think a misnomer, that, oh, if I rent versus own, I'm not there yet. Or people look down upon me, or people look bad on me. Then, of course, there's the concept of renting a home, so you have a house and maybe people would never know the financial st status of that situation, but they see you driving up to your home, come to visit my home. So there's ways around the visual aspects of your mentality of looking at it that way. But if you financially are looking at it, and I've had homes uh, around the world as well, and I'm, I'm very much of the mindset uh, that renting isn't such a bad play. And I would agree with the article and the author of that USA Today article. If you get offended, please don't. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. It's all about the economics. And again, if you can afford it, then go for it. If you can't afford it, maybe let's lose the stigma of renting is such a bad thing. Or renting puts you in a lesser level, downgrades your status in finances or life. That's not true. It's not true. Please don't think badly just because you rent. I don't, and I do. Hey, what about words? That Jeffcoat coach, that coach at Texas University that sent that stupid letter and, of course, cost him his job. We're finding that to be quite 
common these days. As I continue to read and investigate, there are plenty of teachers, university status teachers, uh, uh, leveled professors, high school professors, college professors, not only sports coaches, are saying things that are getting them into trouble and costing them their jobs. They tweet something that's racial or tweet something that's radical, left or right. They tweet something that's more liberally minded or conservative minded and somebody takes offense, whether it's parents or students or activists or whatever, and it's costing them their jobs. Well, I thought it was worth mentioning tonight as we talk about things that your words are powerful. And God gave us, as Judge Judy, I like Judge Judy, and she always says this on our TV show, if you've ever seen it, and watch it. God gave you one mouth and two ears. Let's use our listening ears. And I like that. But it's very true, and it holds true to this day, and certainly to this article. Maybe it's better for us to listen more than we speak. Easy to get into an argument, easy to get into a fight, Not so easy maybe to recover or get out of it after the words have left your mouth. Just a thought, just an idea, give you a chance to think about it yourselves. I'm listening, sometimes talking. So what are we we going to finish up tonight? We're rounding the corner and heading for home once again. Thanks again for joining us tonight. Thanks again for joining me here in Houston. Midnight says hi for those of you listeners that know about me and my horse. We had a great walk yesterday out on a Sunday afternoon. Was this great? We walked down to see the rescue horses. Again, we've done this before, shared it with you as well. He loves to go see those horses that this woman has rescued. She has got a fantastic setup close by, two blocks if you will, and she keeps about five big horses that she saved from death, nursed back to health, and two little bitty pony horse, miniature horses that she's got. And boy, do they love to see midnight coming, and they'll start yelling and whinnying, and and the little one really loves midnight, comes racing to the fence to see him and make sure he's doing well. And so... It's these little things, guys. You all have a a pet or an animal in your life or something in your life. It reminds me as I think about the Dutch skating. It brings back so many memories of those fun little things. Are Are you taking the time to be appreciative? It's not a preaching session. I'm certainly not about to. But boy... Things are, are, are small. If you're expecting the big lottery and the grandioso Publishers Clearinghouse $7,000 or $5,000 a week prize, I understand that's a dream and a desire, and why not? Go for it. I agree. However, it's the little things that sometimes are just as powerful, sometimes just as important. I've gotten a chance to talk to several friends over the weekend that are around the world, and we're chatting up, and their lives are hard, their lives are good, their lives are like mine, hard and good, and, and yet we both have a camaraderie of friendship and a love for each other and fun to, to just catch up and have these little moments and you share good stories. The Chinese have just come out of their three-week celebration of a new year, and so they're back to work this week. And so it's all this is going on, and, and Where are you in all of that? Do you listen more than you talk? Do you demand more than you can afford? Are you a a, a 90% nuke 
possessioner? Are you just ready to have somebody say the wrong thing and you're going to blow them up, you know, kind of mentality? Or you've got a, a better sense of, no, let's take it easy, let's calm down, and let's enjoy what we have. I would encourage you, you know, little things that I bring to this program in the sense that little news stories maybe you have or haven't heard about. I'm glad you get to hear about them here. Glad you're with us again. Maybe you hear about some things in the world. Maybe you didn't hear about them. Glad you get to hear them on this program. But it's it's these things, these little moments, like this little 25 minutes we've spent together to share some time and stories. And I'm glad you did. And I'm grateful that you're with me, and I appreciate the support. It's been a lot of fun to come back to the airwaves since college and have some fun and enjoy everybody. I'm going to say thanks again. Time to power down. We've had a great program. Have a good day. We'll talk to you soon.